what's up what's up what's up we're back and we are enjoying interview with a vampire we're gonna begin with that because it's everywhere everyone is loving it mad props to amc for making this whole interview with the vampire and I'm going to say I'm enjoying less that because you have to be toxic. Toxic, like extra toxic. Yeah? All he's been doing is being very toxic. But you know what? We loved it. I love it. Actually, I enjoy it. I enjoy a vampire being a vampire. All this. I've always, I've always had issues with vampires who are portrayed as not that it's bad i just don't really appreciate it myself where the vampire is like oh my god so much emotion oh oh let's not even start with the whole angel buffy thing my friends i think that was the start that was the downhill part then and then they brought out when that other vampire from Buffy, I forget his name. Spike. Spike was very bad. I loved Spike. Then all of a sudden, Spike became very good. I get what you're doing. The whole romance thing. However, for other people who are watching Interview the Vampire, without the context of understanding Anne Rice's novels, are not redeeming. But a vampire folk, vampire folk are not ever going to turn to be nice sweeties who start falling in love with teenagers in high school and then go to high school and actually go to school. Why would you, a thousand year old vampire, go back to school for teenage girl? Friend, you can't wait until she's 21 and then start dating. Anyway, leave that thing, leave that thing. It's not even relevant. The point is this. If you're watching Interview with a Vampire and you are like, oh my god, let's start is so toxic. Let me tell you. Let's start is toxic. From start to finish, let's start has never not been toxic. Sure, in some books, he does try to find his humanity and be he's constantly in a battle between his vampiric side and he's human he's trying to find the humanity but he doesn't find it i think what he was trying to find it in louis but then he managed to alienate him they fight they get back together they fuck other people this is the entire Anne rice novel so don't be shocked and he does not ever change his toxicity is constant forever i mean there are times when he's acting all good yes he will do that but he will slip on you and you'll be like what what so if you finish the entire unrise vampire chronicles then you will know what happens to louis and Lestat. so enjoy all i can say amc you're really bringing back you're really bringing that book to life and whoever made that movie in 1994 work harder or change wiser or whatever i don't know what to say to you anyway 
now that we're done with our recap of interview okay i was with our praise of interview with the vampire let's go and um get into it so kanye west was being a bitch to black people in fact he was such a bitch to black people he had to bring head coons trust herself miss candace to tell black people that it's all our fault that kanye made a white lives matter shirt because we have been doing blm wrong and refusing to acknowledge white people have struggles too uh thank you candace owens you are wasting time we all know how much you're sucking white dick out there with your coonery and shit continue babe nobody's stopping you make that money but don't come out here and tell us it's our fault that Kanye flipped. We don't care about Kanye. Who is Kanye? When has Kanye done anything to help you, to help the black community since bef- after? Or who cares? The point is this. This is person who accurately spoke when he said, Fuck Kanye West. Fuck that genius. And why is he not a genius? Because... Ain't no genius on earth goes around saying they don't read books. So for all you people who see Kanye versus what genius? What genius? We can all be like prodigy. That's different. There are things like there used to be this outdated term, what was it called? Hmm, oh my god, it's not coming to me. Oh my god, it's about these prodigies who are um he's something artist is something savant I, I forget the word oh my god when i when i remember it i'll, I'll drop it um really idiotic savant something on that lines it's an outdated term now it's about people who are able to master this can do can master an art wonderfully but it's more like mostly this is mostly i think it's a term mostly now associated with autism or children who portray such character um who have autism whereby they can be musical prodigies and be unable to do even math there's something like there's something like idiot savant i'm sure shall we call kanye an idiot savant nine what Kanye is, is a spoiled, rich person. And the person who called for Kanye also said, for everybody who's out here defending Kanye, saying he's a genius, we should give him creative room to do his work, you're an idiot. And the only reason you're calling me a genius is because he rich and you poor, and you're thinking because he rich, he is smart, which is not the case. Kanye is rich. He lives in a fucking mansion and what he does is just be whatever selling he's trying to as they say ignite racial tensions to sell some fucking yeezys or whatever his clothesline is the point is this Kanye's not smart Kanye's not a genius sure Kanye West has mental issues but to say that that is why he's acting like this oh my god how many people will constant how many people have bipolar and are not being outright racist like kanye right now Mm -hmm. how many people how many people 
for all of you are gonna be like he lost his mom his mom was his life okay for every person who's gonna use that like let's be real how many people have lost their parents and they're not out here gaslighting black communities i think it's about time all these Kanye West fans just admit you love an idiot and you're gonna help him make his money at the expense of the black community for every black celebrity who was busy saying we should all boycott adidas because of what they did to yay fuck you your stupid life i hope you are taking it back oh, in your stupid notes retract retract because right now you know he don't care about you he care about their money and this is something you all people need to know all the stands black celebrities are not your saviors they don't care about you they're there for the money oh sure they can write blm but at the end of the day they're gonna wear cartier they're gonna wear not cartier they're gonna wear tiffany diamonds stolen from south africa if you know you know all i'm saying is don't be putting them don't be out here telling us they're geniuses when some of them are straight up being racist okay so kenya was racist to black people uh twitter didn't mute him when he started attacking a black vogue Uh, yes there's a black um editor for vogue who criticized the white lives matter fashion show and kanye straight up attacked her kanye took all the criticisms on the internet took all the black criticisms on the internet and chose to attack a black woman Mm-hmm. And then Twitter didn't censor him, Instagram didn't censor him. Um, it didn't take ooh, what was I saying? Twitter didn't censor him, Instagram didn't censor him. And then Kanye decided to fly too close to the sun. Icarus. He started a rant against the Jews. My friend, he said this rant after he'd been on Fox News. Aren't you embarrassed, Fox News? And then he became a wholly fledged anti Semite. Baby, Instagram restricted, Facebook restricted, Twitter restricted. I was like, okay, you're deplatforming him, great. But why did it take so long? I mean, he basically derided Black Lives, but the moment it went there is when y'all thought it was getting bad. Anyway, anyway, anyway. Take that from that as you wish. All I can say is, anyways, did a terrible thing. It is one thing to attack Black people. We know nobody cares and they were like oh y'all so sensitive but when you attack white people kanye you flew too close to the sun Uh-uh-uh. 
now whatever publicity you have better start writing a major apology now mel gibson can get away with anti-semitism because he white make sure he meant on a whole rant against jews but he still got a job not the kind of job he used to have before but he still got a job Kanye, you are black and now you're gonna know why black lives matter because my friend you are not mel gibson you cannot afford to do that but they shall learn from their ways you thought you were above black shit you're gonna experience black shit enough with that so another rant coming on we watched a white woman go to chamula mexico i hope i'm saying this right and in chamula which is uh, uh, i think they're an autonomous place in mexico they have a church there and in this and jamulas that they believe is taking pictures of them steal their souls so they don't like people taking their pictures they don't like taking people taking video of them this white woman went to mexico i don't know why white women what's your problem especially you in vans you are the problem you are not the solution you are the problem white women in van go to mexico go to chamula and decide okay she goes to this church it's very popular i forget the name and then they tell her you can enter as long as you don't film because these are closed practices i'm gonna need white people to understand the meaning of closed practices not everything you see is meant to be shared there's a reason why black indigenous people and people of color do not like y'all in our business because of such nonsense as i'm about to say so you're not supposed to film in the church the babe was like okay i won't but she goes in with her phone and apple watch which apparently films and she films the entire thing a close practice and posts it on tiktok and tells people if you want to see sacrifices click for more I betcha this babe didn't expect the way this thing would backfire on her. And her apology was, I thought that if I filmed you without you knowing, it would take the pressure off you. Assuming that the reason why they asked her not to film was because they would feel pressure while being on film. Yet the reason they asked her not to is because they don't, it's a closed practice and they believe filming how would you i mean this is the same thing that white people whereby especially with closed practices or indigenous practice for example when i see white people saying they practice haitian voodoo i'm always very 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 i'm like what invoking gods you know nothing about Haitian practices are closed practices for a reason I have not seen Haitians initiate white people 
I'm pretty sure they don't. There's a reason for that. And you're the white woman deciding that you're going to use this practice without understanding the ceremonies, the gods you're asking for protection. And how to keep them at bay, the sacrifices you need. You know, if you take a look into Haitian practices or Haitian voodoo, they don't show you everything. What they show you is what they are allowed to show you. They can show you only to a specific level. Because them as initiates, if you're being initiated, there are certain things you're not allowed to share with people. And the little you see, if you copy it without understanding or without knowing the intricacies of what you're doing, baby girl, unless you want to die, stay off closed practices. And the reason why they're closed is because white people, you will always always do shit like this if it's not taking advantage of these practices to use them for your own benefit for example zombies zombies is something that was taken from haitian folklore and now all of you have the walking dead and all your zombie books without understanding anyway i don't want to go there because it's very sad but close practices are there for a reason and your white privilege you're not understanding that there are reasons why people will not want to share everything with you it's disgusting the fact that this white woman was allowed into a church under a condition and she broke that condition she'd tell you why white people the way you feel so above it or like you don't even see the importance to you it was just like a game or whatever chicken sacrifices as she so uncoarsely put it it was very disgusting to watch that and you see it all the time all of a sudden a white person is getting a maori tattoo you have no idea what you're getting you're getting a tribal tattoo you don't know the significance of the tattoo you don't know what the tattoo is supposed to signify how you're supposed to get it i've watched white people going to get tight um, tattoos from thailand and oh my god you don't understand the 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 reasoning behind getting the tattoo you don't know why they get that tattoo what it symbolizes and you just get them because you know what they look really cool or in trying to honor a culture how are you honoring a culture you know nothing about when they even the same Thai people do not or they don't get the same tattoos they just don't go for them they have to do attain certain levels or do certain things in order to get that tattoo but you as a white person i'm like you know what i'm gonna do this honestly honestly this is just giving christopher columbus shit i need all white people to just sit down and understand closed practices are closed for a reason And so, while we're talking about, okay, I'm done with those practices. I'm also going to delve into, again, I'm going to stick on this topic because it's vexing me. And I think 
at this point I think I've, I've talked about it too much but it's not much but much enough Jeffrey Dahmer yes I'm on it again disgusting disgusting the way that the, the levels it's reaching it's giving wow there's this whole page called loving dharma friends there's this girl i'm assuming she's actually i think she's in high school and she says she's always loved dharma and how flex says she's always loved dharma even before the 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 series came out and she talks about how he was so misunderstood and I'm tired of people defending him because he was so misunderstood and he had gone through so much and this is why he killed and ate people and the reason why I'm also going back on drama is because Ryan Murphy has released another show called The Watcher and it's based off a real a true crime series again and this is based off the story about um, a family in New Jersey who were terrorized out of their own home by someone who was writing them scary notes written the watcher it's in a whole there's a whole article on it I think on Vanity Fair or is it the cat one of the two and why is Ryan Murphy doing this I am assuming I hope the story is very spooky and very disgusting in the fact that people were terrorized out of their home. They were even unable to sell it. And after today, they have never caught this person. And now there's a whole series on it on Netflix. The moment I saw it, I was like, did he do it again? He did. He did, y'all. He did. The point at which people are consuming true crime series and not understanding that these are people's lives you're watching I, I'm not gonna watch it because I don't know if it I don't care I, I just I can't I can't and all the people who are talking about their loving Jeffrey Dahmer the reason why people didn't want this series to be made is because of the way all of you are acting all of you Dahmer fangirls fanboys this is exactly why there are so many misgivings from this series being made because no the story people thought at least it would show white privilege and how it enabled him to have access to black and people of color while the police you know helped him feel free to end your life if that offends you you know like if you're gonna be like but the police but the police literally handed him back i don't want to talk about it in fact the most disgusting part is the young 15 year old boy who was killed by dama dama had assaulted his brother before that and all of you are here and this boy is still alive you hear me because this story of dama happened 30 years ago 40 and we're here saying I love Jeffrey Dahmer. How, how, how? Trash. Trash. And 
if I hear even Peter is getting a nomination for an Emmy or even any award, my friend, I am going to be. I'm going. I'm going to blow up. Like I'm going to have like a marathon sesh of why the fuck is that even true? Because I don't care if he acted so well that he has denounced all actors as fake by his acting. My friend, if this is your great talent, I want people to ask themselves how easy it is for you to be able to become that. You know, it's weird. I'm just going to say it's weird that it's so easy for y'all to just step into these roles that you're actively racist and killing black people and you're doing performances of your life take a good look at yourselves take a good look at yourselves and Ryan Murphy you better pay people like compensate people I don't know there's nothing there's no saving you I don't know and for everyone who's like oh but he's gay I don't care if he's so gay rainbows appear wherever he is I don't care white exploitation white exploitation capitalism racism they're all a mixture okay and while we are on the topic of white people being trash uh snl writers especially the snl writer who is besties with that guy from try guy that skit was trash what y'all trying to copy the eugene young and failing miserably and then your skit is like why didn't you tell us you were kissing someone mr ned did not kiss someone mr ned was having a whole ass affair with an employee thereby putting the company in jeopardy okay he has exposed that company to liability a company that he didn't start by himself okay the snl skit for them to equate it to just a kiss when the entire reason why they kicked him out was for them was because they have exposed the entire company to liability a company that he did not start by himself he started with four other guys they are equal members they're equal partners and therefore if anything happened it would also affect them too the reason why mr ned was removed from the try guys is because ned had an affair with a subordinate which if you have even done one day in hr you will know that that is a big no-no already that is already a power thing and that that employee can just say one word and that company is gonna pay her lots of money liability that is why whenever um people start companies always have to have a if there's going to be allowing dating within the organization it has to go through hr in order to not expose the company to any liability 
or there's a no fraternization policy to avoid such liability and for snl to write some stupid skits saying that the try guys were mad at ned for kissing some girl without telling them embarrassing and i'm just gonna say this snl sometimes you try actually not sometimes most times you fail sometimes you're on their money but most of the time fail failure just a thought can't be like it's the most long running skate in the world blah 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 whatever that skate was dry as hell and everyone was like black who laughed at that embarrassing the fact that embarrassing so mr writer man friend of ned if ned paid you to write that skit so that he may look good you failed all it did was just come back on him as a trash man and that skit is very trash because wow tone deafness whatever anyway i'm, I'm not even shocked snl who is shocked by their antics nowadays I can hardly wait for the day they're gonna do a Kanye sketch because that will be trash. Dumpster fire style. Mm? And so, um, many ladies are getting divorced. And is it with the Miguel's. Miguel. And actually thought they had gotten divorced. Apparently they got back together. But she filed for divorce again. Mm. Tamara filed for divorce. Ooh, this and Giselle filed for divorce. Now Giselle. Mm-mm-mm. Giselle. Now I understand why Giselle filed for divorce. And for every football lover or Candace Owens with Coon Bitch yourself who is busy being on Giselle's case let's be real Tom Brady agreed was supposed to return maybe they had a deal this is how it is with Nick with men you talk to your girl and she's like I'm gonna support you through your career but I want you to do this for me retire at this point Tom Brady agreed maybe it was meant to save their marriage but then Tom Brady's like you know what I miss being Tom Brady head of MAGA football and I miss everybody chanting my name because I set my dick on fire I don't want to stay home with y'all and the kids and to go back and go against something I promise me to your wife I'm just assuming this I have no idea but I am just assuming this is why the divorce was filed. Giselle has been with Tom for a long time. Giselle is a supermodel. So for everybody who's saying, mia, 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 Giselle has been existing before Tom Brady came into her life. Giselle Bonchan was a freaking huge deal. She's from Brazil. She's a supermodel. She was doing all that before y'all. And then she married Tom Brady. Had some kids. Blah blah blah. She toned down her career in order to be a mom. While Tom Brady was out there doing MAGA football. I've always had beef with Giselle because your husband being MAGA. But then you know what? Sometimes I don't want to talk about the politics of white 
adjacent POC, especially from countries like Brazil, Colombia. I don't want to talk about that because internalized racism, especially in such countries, is pretty, pretty dope, pretty high, better dope, pretty high. Like what? That's not the case. The case is this: Tom Brady decided to go back on his word. He came back to football. I don't know how long he thinks he's gonna be in football for that you're willing to risk your marriage and kids for. But we all know white is trash, MAGA is trash. I never liked him. Fuck him. Giselle, free your life. Shakira, free your life. This is why I say when you're a woman and you decide to give up your career for a nick for a man baby anyway the point is this for all the women who are choosing themselves and understanding that sometimes you need to be you need to have people you need to understand that this thing you know you don't always have to save the marriage for all the people this is uh, I follow this mutual on Instagram she's called Glay Money and when she got married she said they never say till death do us part because that is really a cake I'm sure the people who are like oh but it's supposed to be there for us the point is this till death do us part is a very archaic way to think about it because sometimes relationships die out before you die and holding on only makes them worse and in her vows they say they're gonna be together until when it is not okay for them to be together i'm paraphrasing because i don't really remember what she wrote but she said they're gonna be together until they finally realize it is better for them to dissolve their marriage than be together which is a very good thing to say because and the thing is it really touched people to the point where there's so many people who are like oh my god i mean this marriage and it's going nowhere i don't love him and she was really shocked because wow and i was also like oh my god so many people you all are still married is not for forever and that is the problem that i think we were sold on as a society where we think we're supposed to be together forever it's not it's not true because at some point if you're growing and the person you're with if you're going different directions dissolve it it is not a failure it is just a growth process in your life having a relationship and breaking up is not a sign of failure because it just means you did something and it didn't work out it's okay that's the same thing with marriage if you want to be married fine but understanding that at some point you may not want to be married okay it's okay this whole together forever spiel has never worked for me and i'm hoping people realize that it's okay if things change and you can't handle it it's okay to leave it's okay to leave because flogging a dead horse is getting you nowhere babes the horse is dead the horse is dead
and yeah well the ladies choosing divorce over flogging dead horses of their marriage we salute you and finally we want to end with South Korean pop stars who refuse to greet black fans fuck you fuck you forever South Korean pop stars appropriating black culture fuck you fuck you forever I'm pretty sure people will always the story about South Korea being um, because they had America blah 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 and America has taught them all, but that's an excuse my friend South Korea has always been anti-black for a long time the excuse of they're so far away from black people they don't understand black people is outdated as fuck South Korea consumes a lot of American culture American culture is inundated with black culture period and right now they have lots of access to a lot of internet and a lot of black studies which they should be doing to understand that appropriation of black culture the way they are doing is disgusting Getting them braids on Korean hair, my friend, you're POC, not black. And the fact that you all use this black culture to make yourselves famous and then refuse to greet black fans and then say, oh, I wasn't going to greet that section because it was monkeypox issues. Oh. Yet, before you, in, after, after refusing to greet those two fans, you greet another white fan and your apology was like you were told not to greet that section baby there is video evidence so your race is there so please and the fact that these black girls had this were huge crush fans and to be dumb for like that Mm-mm-mm. and then for all you people who are like we need to understand okay that South Korea blah was they had American influence and therefore they're gonna go with the yeah, yeah, yeah. and the way they yes that is a fact it is true that America is a major force in South Korea that's not a lie and due to this imperialism of America as usual they adopt the mannerisms they learned how to treat black people from the way Americans treat black people and we know that's trash However, they can do better. And saying that you're the appropriate, this is how it is. Right now, there's no excuse for you to do such shit when there is a lot of topics and a lot of information on the whole app called TikTok or wherever that tells you why this is wrong. There is no excuse for you to be racist it is true that yes there's a lot of it there if you ever thought South Korea was fun for black people you will be very 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 shocked there's a lot of issues but it is very wrong for you as an international pop star to try and get away with this on an international stage thinking that you can just use your stupid excuses and it will fly it won't so when you're in south korea you can do whatever the fuck you want 
okay but when you go outside the world and your music is being consumed outside the world then you're gonna have to read into subtleties understand appropriation understand you're being racist and you also need to understand that most east asian cultures are very anti-black actually it is a very it's a very serious issue in the fact that dark-skinned members of society are regarded completely different from light-skinned people this is a whole issue especially in india when you go to south india and you watch how these girls if you're born dark the extent you must go to to turn white which is why there's this whole criticism of Imami and Fan Lovely and also Garnier with the adverts they used to push in India where one minute the girl is like shades darker and then when she starts using Garnier she's a light-skinned Indian my friend you cannot say BLM and be perpetuating those myths because if you go to these countries and you're black my sister you have a lot of work and especially when you go to South Korea even Japan and China my friends and you're black a lot of work I'm not saying they're all like that you have very great voices from these countries who are coming out educators who are also members of the liberation there are many koreans who i know who have always known that they need to be part of intersectionality and they have always supported black uh black uh what they call like blm um they always support they've always known this so the excuse that you don't know or that americans uh -uh. if you're an international pop star or if you're a korean pop star and your music is gonna hit international stages because sadly k-pop is now everywhere and you're using black culture to perpetuate your music and you're getting famous of it you better be knowing what appropriation is you best be knowing what racism is because all these excuses of somebody told you not to greet people from that section yet you did greet every person except the black people my friend my friend take that shit to South Korea okay keep it moving alright just and so today I end using much with the, those few words next time I guess we'll talk about I'll talk about what is it called why you cannot say support black people and then straight up say the black panthers were terrorists that's a very touchy topic I think I might delve into it because I'm really tired of how everybody's like you got to be peaceful and quoting Martin Luther Queen <laughs> Martin Luther King out of context yet we all know Martin Luther King had other quotes which I don't quote and so keep enjoying interview with the vampire
Ooh, also Chucky. Oh, Chucky's back. Deadly as ever. Enter with the vampire. Ooh, let's start. Keep on let's starting. Toxic King. We stand. Ooh, and the reason why we're standing is because Lestat is a fictional character. And in real life, if you're dating a Lestat, dump him. He's not helping you. Unless he's a vampire, then dump him because he's going to kill you. If you're dating a Lestat in real life, my sister, it's not going to work out the way style because those are fictional characters. And 